बच्चन And welcome to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. Today is Friday, June 16th, the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. There, let me tell you the story of the Sacred Heart, a story of divine intimacy, a story of divine friendship. It beckons us to rediscover our connection with the heart of our Savior. In the beginning, when God created Adam and Eve, humanity revealed in the harmony of divine companionship, but with the fall of mankind, that connection was severed, and the world became a place of toil and suffering. Yet in his boundless mercy, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us, to heal the wounds caused by sin. It was in the 17th century that Jesus appeared to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque and revealing his sacred heart and allowing the world to return to him, to seek solace and restoration through devotion to his heart. This was more than a, just a personal piety. It was a worldview, a call to action, and a profound invitation to experience divine love. God desired this devotion to the Sacred Heart begin with the influence of King Louis XIV and the French court, radiating from there to the rest of Christendom and beyond. The Sacred Heart was meant to reign not only in individual hearts and families, but also in the very hearts of nations including their rulers. It symbolizes both the tender shepherd and the valiant warrior, encompassing the breadth of Christ's mission. Throughout history, there has been remarkable individuals and nations who embrace the devotion to the Sacred Heart, from the brave Collins and the Vendée in the Brittany to the unwavering Carlist in Spanish Civil War. Those who bore the emblem of the Sacred Heart on their arms demonstrated their allegiance to Christ in the face of adversity. Even in modern times, we see this with the with Gabriel Garcia Moreno, the president of Ecuador, who consecrated his nation to the Sacred Heart, even in the face of martyrdom. The message of the Sacred Heart is a call to conversion not only for individuals, but also for nations. It invites us to restore Christendom, to allow the Sacred Heart to reign in the hearts of rulers and permeate society at every level. It is a path of mercy love and renewal that extends far beyond personal piety, offering hope and restoration to a world in need. Let us embrace the invitation of the Sacred Heart. Let us rekindle the flame of divine intimacy and friendship, allowing it to guide us on our path. May the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus be our compass in this tumultuous world, leading us to a place of divine connection and everlasting love. Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Praise be to God. Good morning to you. Or I'm broadcasting live from L.A. I'm over here. Actually, I'm over in uh, Rudy Carlos's neck of the woods over in Burbank area. No way. And the, that's a pretty awesome thing situation. And right now, I'm not actually sure if I can, uh, I can't really hear what's going on in the GRN studios. I don't know if y'all can hear me, but Perfect. I'm going to keep going nonetheless. So hopefully y'all can. Uh, so happy Friday to you. You made it to the weekend. For me, it's like four in the morning. So I'm doing Rudy Carlos time. Back when Rudy first started here at the GRN, he was broadcasting from California every day. And I was like, whew. And now I know what it's like. It's pretty nice. <laughs> it's, it's very quiet. Very quiet out here. Uh, at 15 past the hour today, we're going to talk about a number of news 
the Muslim community in America bans the pride flag, plus the USCCB calls for Eucharistic reparation. This is good news. And it's always nice to have good news every once in a while. At 30 past the hour, Patrick O'Hearn, the author of Courtship of the Saints, will be joining us to talk about how the saints met their spouses. So we're going to talk about that at 30 past the hour. In the next hour, we're going to have our summer 2023 share So if you can join us during that, we'd be very grateful for your generous donation to support the mission of Guadalupe Radio Network. We're actually way behind this year on our share So if you can call in during the share this year, uh, we'd be very grateful. We are actually behind by a lot this year. So if you can, uh, today is the last day of our summer share Next week, we go back to our regularly scheduled programming. The CDT team will be on at the 9 a.m. Central Time Hour. Uh, so just keep that all in mind. And joining us right now is our co-host, Tito Edwards. Good morning, Tito. Good morning, Agent. I have to tell you that uh, <clears throat> I don't know how to say this. I'm envious that you're in California. Beautiful weather over there right now. <laughs> uh, and uh, the, the, it's just awesome just to be in California. I, I wouldn't want to live there, but I definitely, oh, my goodness, enjoy your stay. And uh, It's great weather. Yeah. It's great weather. I mean, Rudy would know. And speaking of Rudy, you know, Rudy Carlos, our old co-host of the CDT team, who has moved on to the executive director position here at uh, <laughs> the digital media. He's in the studio. Good morning to you, Rudy. Hey, good morning, Adrian. I, too, am very jealous that you're in California. I would love to be in California right now, especially today on Friday, Feast of the Sacred Heart, a wonderful opportunity for us to make a reparation to those to the, the Sacred Heart of our Lord for all of these blasphemies, for the blasphemies that are going to be taking place tomorrow at the Dodger Stadium and possibly all over the United States. So, uh, wonderful opportunity, Adrian. I'm happy you're there, too. Amen, amen. Well, let's begin with prayer, as is our custom. We pray for uh, our usual intentions. We pray for you know, our friends, family, and benefactors, and all those that we promise to pray for. We pray for whatever it is that you have going on this weekend. And uh, in a special way, during the month of June, we pray for the virtue of humility, and we pray for the smashing of the LGBT heresy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Prayer to the Sacred Heart. My loving Jesus, out of the grateful love I bear thee, and as a reparation for all my unfaithfulness, I give thee my heart, and I consecrate myself wholly to thee. And with thy aid, I propose never to sin again. Heart of Jesus, burning with love for us, inflame our hearts who love thee. Let us pray. Lord, we beseech thee, let thy Holy Ghost enkindle in our hearts the fire of charity, which our Lord Jesus Christ, thy Son, sent forth from his innermost heart upon this earth, and will that it should be burned with vehemence, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now your headline news with Tito Edwards. Thank you, Adrian. Good morning. You are listening to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. Today is Friday, May 16th, on Odomini 2023, and these are your headlines. Crux is reporting U.S. Bishop's new leader blasts Dodgers for honoring foe, queer, and trans nuns. Encouraging Catholics to be slaves to the truth, Archbishop Timothy Brolio delivered his first address as the new leader of the U.S. Bishops on Thursday, touching on immigration reform, support for Haiti and Ukraine, and what he called the disrespect for the truth and traditions of the faith by a group of Los Angeles Dodgers will honor tonight. Brolu, the Archbishop of the Archdiocese of the Military Services, made these comments at his first address at the USCCB. 
Catholic News Agency is reporting a Pride Mass took place in Washington, D.C.'s Holy Trinity Catholic Church Wednesday night, despite calls for Cardinal Wilton Gregory, Gregory to cancel it. About 250 people attended the third annual Pride Mass organized by the LGBTQIA plus ministry at the Jesuit run church located in DC's Georgetown neighborhood. Vatican News is reporting Pope Francis returned to the Vatican on the, this morning after he was discharged from the Gemelli Pauline Clinic Hospital, making his usual detour to pray before the icon of the Blessed Mother at Santa Maria Maggiore and paying a private visit to greet some nuns. The Pope's surgeon, Dr. Sergio Alfieri, said the Pope is well even better than before. And finally, LiveSite News is, pro- is reporting approximately 40 Catholics stood across from Holy Trinity Church and prayed during the blasphemous Mass at the Jesuit-run parish near Georgetown University. As our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified in public, so too should our reparation for sins against him be made in public, explained Preston Noel of Tradition, Family, and Property. Those were your headlines this morning. God bless you all. The Gospel of the Day comes from Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30. At that time, Jesus said openly, Father, who art Lord of heaven and earth, I give thee praise that thou hast hidden all this from the wise and the prudent, and revealed it to little children. Be it so, Father, since this finds favor in thy sight. My Father has entrusted everything into my hands. None knows the Son truly except the Father. And none know the Father truly except the Son, and those to whom it is the Son's good pleasure to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon yourselves and learn from me. I am gentle and humble of heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The commentary from Cornelius Lockday. There was actually quite a bit that he covered here. I was going through it, and there was about 30 minutes worth of a commentary for Cornelius Lapide, and I've reduced it down to just a couple of things, and we'll see how much of that we can actually cover. He says, starts here, he says, listen to Tertullian. He says here, there is the fullness of the deity itself, setting forth perfect God, Father and Lord, Father by clemency, Lord by discipline, Father by sweet power, Lord by severity, a father to be affectionately loved, a Lord to be necessarily feared, to be loved because he prefers mercy before sacrifice, to be feared because he will not tolerate sin, to be loved because he prefers the repentance to the death of a sinner, to be feared because he will not accept sinners who do not repent. Therefore, the law prescribes both. Thou shalt love God, and thou shalt fear God. He proposes the one to him who follows him, and the other to him who goes astray from him. Now, this is very important to note because there is kind of this sense of the faithful nowadays that we should not fear God. God is our loving Father, and there should be no fear of God whatsoever. He's merciful. God is infinitely merciful. We meditate so much on divine mercy that sometimes we forget divine justice. And Cornelius Olapides pointing out is that, yes, because he is Father, he is merciful, and we should love him. However, he is also Lord, and we should fear him. And they, both of these things have to be kept in hand. We cannot reject one for the other. 
Now, he also says here, Cornelius Lapte going on, says, and has revealed them unto babes, meaning to ignorant, unskilled, and uneloquent men, in order that thou mayest exhibit in them the power of thy grace and thy light, by which thou hast made the tongues of these infants eloquent. He's here referring to the apostles who seemed by the scribes to be very foolish, who were not well-educated men. He said there's an allusion to Psalm 7, verse 3, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise, that thou mightest destroy the enemy and the avenger. For the election and disposition of God are clean contrary to the world. For the world courts and chooses the riches and the wise, the proud. God chooses the poor, the ignorant, the weak, and he makes them rich, wise and powerful in spirit above all the worldly. Now he goes on talking about humility. He says, even so, Father, the meaning is truly, O Father, what thou hast done most rightly, hast thou done it in that it hath pleased thee to humble the proud and exalt the lowly. Christ teaches that the original cause of the predestination and election of the faithful, as well as the reprobation of unbelievers and the wicked, is nothing else save God's good pleasure. Wherefore, we ought to rest in that and not seek for other reasons, since that one that thing is sufficient for the faithful, and worth a thousand reasons. Hence the blessed in heaven, when they see their children and parents condemned for their demerits, do not lament, but approve and loud the just judgment of God. Because God's judgments are completely just, Cornelius Lapide is pointing out that when, if God pleasing, we end up in heaven, then we will rejoice at the decisions that God has made, because we know that God's decisions are in fact perfect. Now, lastly here, he says, for no one is a believer in a Christian except by Christ. That means you cannot be an anonymous Christian. That means you can't just accidentally be a Christian just by being a good person or being nice. There's no implicit belief in Christ. For no one is a believer in a Christian except by Christ and through Christ's incarnation. For St. Jerome says, it is one thing to know what thou knowest by equality of nature, as a son knoweth the father, and another by the condescension of him who reveals as we know God by the revelation of Christ. We must have that revelation of Christ. So let us cling to Christ and recognize that we must, we must know Christ if we are to love him. If we are to love him, then we have to preach him to the four corners of the world. There can be no hesitation. We'll be right back with more on Happy Drive Time after this. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be talking about the USCCD and Eucharistic Reparation. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we're about two hours and ten minutes from landing. Plenty of time for you to say some prayers for the souls in purgatory. Wouldn't it be great if everyone prayed often for those in purgatory? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, Why do Christians talk so much about God and so little about humanity? G.K. Chesterton says that the people who insist that we forget divine things and think of human things end up talking about how helpless human beings are because of their 
faulty environment or their fatal heredity or their uncontrollable animal instincts. And it all ends with the old fatalist cry that we must forgive everything because there's nothing to forgive. But these things are not the human things. These are the subhuman things, the, the things we share with animals. The human things are exactly what they dismiss as merely divine. The human things are free will, responsibility, authority, and self-denial. The things that are really human are also divine. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org And welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. So good to be on with you today. Praise be to God, this beautiful Friday morning and up here in LA, Los Angeles, California. Actually, to be specific, I'm in Rudy's neck of the woods, Burbank, California. Before we jump into our stories, like Rudy, what should I do in Burbank while I'm here? Absolutely. I got some right off the cuff. I, I have the perfect place for you to go to lunch. Actually, no, it's not the perfect place because it's Friday and you know we abstain from meat today. I was oh, gonna say no. you should go to Porto's. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we are able to maybe not eat meat or eat meat and do something else as penance, but Porto's has the most amazing potato balls. They have meat in them. Oh, it's just so incredible. I love their sandwiches. I love their pastries. Hey, that's an idea. You can have the pastries there. Uh, they have good coffee. Uh, definitely go to Porto's. What else can you do in Burbank that might be fun? I think that's the only thing. I, I love the food in Burbank. Uh, <laughs> get yourself a, a good burger at The Habit, uh, not In-N-Out. Yeah. In-N-Out is not... The greatest, latest, the best of California. You got to yeah, go to the not, habit. Not as impressed. I was not as impressed when I had in and out. It's okay. It's okay. I like it enough. But it's um, okay. Make sure to bring one back for me. We'll do. Well, it'll be delicious by the time I get back. Promise, it'll be. <laughs> if you like so, fish tacos, you should try Rubio's, Adrian. Rubio's. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Noted. So going on to our stories for today, there's a few stories that I thought were very interesting, and I'm curious to know what y'all's thoughts about this story, because you know, I'm, I'm always happy to hear some good news. So the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops came out, the USCCB and the Archdiocese of Los Angeles are urging Catholics to participate in an act of reparation for an upcoming event at Dodger Stadium, and they can, that they consider blasphemous. The Los Angeles Dodgers plan to honor the transvestites of perpetual indulgence, a drag show that mocks Catholic faith, everybody here knows about that already, the bishops are asking parishes across the country to pray the litany of the Sacred Heart of Jesus during Mass or a holy hour with the exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. They view this act of reparation as a way to seek forgiveness for the spiritual damage caused by the act of blasphemy. The bishops emphasize the importance of love and respect for all people and express their gratitude to those who have stood against the honoring of the group. They call on all Catholics to offer the litany of the Sacred Heart as a prayer of reparation on June 16th, that's today. So I'm curious to know what y'all's thoughts about it, and I'll give my thoughts real quickly. I'm happy they're doing this, but at the same time, it seems very, and very weak in the in the language. Like the idea, it's like, oh, we want to emphasize the importance of love and respect for all people. And I'm like, mm, well, yeah, I suppose. But I mean, I don't really have much respect for these transvestites of perpetual indulgence. I suppose love in the sense that we want, we will the good for them. So, but I'm glad we're calling for acts of reparation across the country. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, I think some of the language is tailored to be easy, to be consumed, you know, palatable to, to the masses. 
Uh, most people don't understand why the Catholic Church or Catholics are actually taking up, you know, the uh, the uh, they're taking up upon themselves the opportunity to say, no, we don't want to uh, participate in this. The Dodgers shouldn't participate in this. They shouldn't have these people who are are, are public blasphemers. So I think they're they're probably watering down their language a little bit and saying, you know, we're talking about respect. We have to respect each other. But, uh, you know, to your other point. We have to understand uh, our our dignity, right? So when we when we uh, look at these these people who are you know just very public sinners, uh, we have to recognize their dignity as uh, beloved creations of God, and we have to correct them out of charity to say no. What you are doing is gravely offensive to God, and it's funny to me that they talk about rights. They talk about these these supposed rights that they should have trans rights. Uh, I'm not sure what that's not a human right, <laughs> you know. But uh, they forget to talk about or even acknowledge the rights of God. God has the right to be respected as creator. He has the right to be respected in the public sphere. And that's something that we have to take back. So I'm glad you're there in California. You're going to be participating in that, uh, in that, uh, that public reparation there. And I think uh, the Bishop of Tyler is going to be there. So amazing. Yeah, I, I like your point where they're doing a, where they're, they're doing a public uh, mocking of of our tradition, and so just like the TFP person over in L.A., Preston Noel was saying, as our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified in public, so too should our reparation for sins against Him be made in public. And to make a, to to emphasize that point, we've done a lot over the years. There is a lot of public prayer protests uh, outside of Planned Parenthood and other abortuaries, and I truly believe that. When bishops or priests, when they bring out the Blessed Sacrament, incredible things happen. Conversion of souls on the other side, as well as the shutting down of those abortuaries. And so something public like this is extremely effective and underestimated by many of the prelates that are out there. So uh, doing this, what age, what you're doing, Adrian, participating in that public prayer protest over at Dodger Stadium, that's an incredible witness. But uh, you know, just now, to uh, just to you know mention something else, you know, this is I think the first time in a very long time that we've uh, we've we've gotten something from the USCCB that says like, hey, we need to make a public act of reparation. There, there, you know, we've had a few here and there. I don't think we need as Catholics. Uh, I don't think we need the USCCB to tell us that we that we need to make an act of reparation. I think this is something that we should take on for ourselves every single day. I love this morning uh, that uh, in the intro we were talking about whenever we hear somebody blaspheme, whenever we hear these things, we have to correct it or at least uh, to to give an ejaculation in uh, reparation for those offenses that we hear every single day. Adrian, it's funny, when I lived in, in California, uh, I worked in all kinds of secular companies, you know, and not just secular companies, but just the, the kind of life that I experienced there, I would constantly be hearing people blaspheme our Lord. And uh, I got tired of it, even in my own family. And so I put my foot down. And even in my own family, I said, listen, when I'm around, I don't want to hear that. With my friends, I would tell them, listen. I love you guys. I want to spend time with you guys. Good for you. But I do not want to hear you guys ever disrespect the name of the Lord. This is the name given to our Lord, a name above all names. And so I challenge all of our, our, our Catholics, all of our listener, you dear listener, if you hear a blasphemy today, if you hear somebody uh, take the Lord's name in vain, correct them. 
and say something uh, in piety, you know, say something in piety like, blessed be the holy name of God, you know, something like that in response to those blasphemies that we hear every single day. We don't need the USCCB to tell us to do this uh, on one day. We have to do it every single day of our lives. Yeah, I, I completely, I completely agree with that, Rudy. It's, it's uh, like Lumen Gentium says, the laity are called in a special way to make the church present. And, and not, I'm not asking for the USCCB to tell us what to do. It would be nice to see those same bishops come out and, and join us in the prayer protests and rallies and so on and so forth. That would be yeah, more effective. Yeah, for sure. Now, so this other story I think is very interesting here is the story coming out of uh, Michigan. Very interesting situation. And maybe this is something that we should be keeping in mind and be moving towards. The City Council of Hamtramck, Michigan, the only U.S. locale with an all-Muslim governing body and mayor, unanimously voted to ban the display of the LGBTQ pride flags on all city properties. The resolution introduced by Mayor Pro Tem and Councilman Mohammed Hassan states that only the American flag and flags representing the international character of the city are allowed to be flown on public properties. Mayor Amir Khalid emphasized that the decision was not motivated by hatred and that the city serves everyone equally without discrimination or favoritism. The council members expressed a desire to respect the religious rights of their citizens and questioned the need to display the pride flag on government property as a representation when they believe that the LGBTQ community is already recognized. The resolution sparked controversy with opponents expressing their discontent about the council meeting, and it goes on from there. So the interesting thing about this to me is this tells me one thing, that what I keep talking about, about localism, is in fact possible. People keep trying to tell me that it's impossible, that you cannot win, that we got to give up, we got to bury our heads in the sand. But we see that when Muslims run for office and they can take office, then what do they do? They enforce their values in the community. So what if we had Catholics running for office in your local office? Then you could make your city Catholic. You could have a consecration of the Sacred Heart instead of a consecration to the sin of pride. We could fly the Sacred Heart flag instead of the LGBT flag. You could ban the gay flag from all government buildings. This is something that we can actually do, something that is possible if we decide to say, you know what, I'm going to follow the principle of subsidiarity and I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for what's right. And this is something that we have to try to keep in mind and we try to push for in our lives, especially during this month of June. It's a perfect opportunity. So maybe God is calling you. Maybe God is calling you to run for office and to take charge of the situation here. It can't be somebody else. It has to be you. I like what you're reporting on there. I I read that. There's so many news that I had to filter out. But reading that particular one, they were stating that the Americans dying in the wars for our freedom, they didn't die for the gay flag. They died for the American flag. And they posted the American flag saying there there won't be any other flag except the American flag because that represents all of us. The the so-called, the gay flag only represents a subset of group. Of people and and they did face backlash and and lots of protests, but they start they 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 talked them down and they implemented all those changes. A wonderful example, well said. Absolutely. And the last thing I want to bring up 
before we have to go to, to a break, is this story that is incredibly concerning, and we need to keep an eye on it. We'll probably bring this story back up in the future. Uh, the American Medical Association, AMA, has voted down a resolution that aimed to oppose the deliberate killing of babies who survive abortions. The resolution presented by a self-described pro-choice doctor from Virginia called for the availability of the highest standard of neonatal care to aborted fetuses born alive at the gestational age of viability around 22 weeks. The resolution did not challenge a woman's quote-unquote right to choose, but rather placed the burden of care on physicians once the fetus became viable. The resolution was voted down by a significant margin with 476 votes against and only 106 votes in favor. Now, there are much more that can be said about this, this article, but here's the, here's the kicker. We've been saying for years, and people are like, oh no, the slippery slope argument, no, no, you can't say that. We've been saying for years in the pro-life movement that if you say that the baby in the womb is not alive, at what point, at what consistency can you say how can you possibly say the baby outside of the womb cannot be killed? It is not consistent. The only consistent position on the left is that babies inside the womb and outside the womb can be killed. And this is something that is unacceptable. So when we come back, we're going to be having our guest Patrick O'Hearn on. So stay with us. We'll be back with more Catholic Drive Time after this. This is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question. Should pastors and churches place expectations and obligations on the congregation? Your average non-Catholic evangelical would say no, maybe even no way. It might be said, we do not need written order, discipline, or expectations. Those should derive from personal desire and from the Holy Spirit, not from a church. Or, each Christian's conscience should be sufficient for correction and discipline. Or, the Holy Spirit will personally lead each believer as to what church or to attend and certainly how often they should go. So here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Natural law says human society cannot be well-ordered nor prosperous unless it has legitimate authority to preserve its own institutions, the Bible. Secondly, the Bible, which says in multiple places such as Hebrews 13, 17, obey them that have the rule over you. And thirdly, the Catholic Church says when we are properly ordered, we will be capable of resisting conformity to the contemporary demands of unhealthy individualism. So obligations, much obliged. I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. I love the shows with a Catholic apologist. I love the shows with the sort of day-to-day psychologist, Greg and Lisa Popchek. I love hearing not just of other people's problems who call in, but I love getting the Catholic take on how to deal with day-to-day reality. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Welcome back to the Catholic Drive Time Show. Today is Friday, May 16th, 2023, in the year of our Lord, and these are your headlines for this morning. 
Crux is reporting a few months after a contract dispute ended the services of a community of Franciscan priests at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, the Archdiocese for the Military Services has announced the issue has been resolved and the priests have returned to their ministry. Rolio said in a statement that he is grateful the matter is resolved. Of course, it is a source of great joy that the Franciscans have returned to the medical center and care for patients and staff there. Catholic News Agency is reporting the Catholic Church in New York City that hosted a controversial art display called God is Trans is now hosting a so-called Pride Mass at a monument commemorating a June 1969 homosexual uprising. The Church of St. Paul the Apostle announced that on June 22nd it is celebrating a Mass outdoors at the Stonewall National Monument in New York City, a national park associated with the so-called uprising at the Stonewall Inn. Zenit is reporting Pope Francis decides that Benedict XVI's former private secretary returned to Germany without any new assignment. In a brief press release issued at midday on Thursday, June 15th, the Holy Press see notified that Pope Francis decided that Monsignor Georg Answein returned for the moment to his diocese of origin from July 1st. Monsignor Ganswein's diocese of origin is Freiburg. And finally, Vatican News is reporting Honor Grandparents, Pope's message for World Day of Grandparents and Elderly. With a call to honor and never abandon grandparents, Pope Francis issues message for Third World Day for Grandparents and the Elderly on the 23rd of July. The 86-year-old Pope instituted the day in 2021 to be held the fourth Sunday in July, close to the Feast of Jesus' grandparents, Saints Joachim and Anne. Quote, let us honor them, neither depriving ourselves of their company nor depriving them of ours. May we never allow the elderly to be cast aside. End quote by Pope Francis. I am Tito Edwards, and these are today's headlines through a Catholic lens. Thank you, Tito, for keeping us up to date. Uh, joining us in just a moment will be Patrick O'Hearn. He is the author of a brand new book. Uh, about the saints and how they got married. It's a very interesting book. It's called Courtship of the Saints, How the Saints Met Their Spouses. A, I was reading it uh, over the last week or so, and it was really interesting. In fact, it was kind of a little little romantic. I was like oh. reading the, the stories, and I was like, oh, wow, this is like, this is kind of cool. And it was telling <laughs> the story of like, Elizabeth of Hungary and King Louis the Fourth, and the story of... Um, uh, Blessed Carl of Austria and Empress uh, Zita, you know, how they got married. I was like, this is really great. These are good stories. Yeah, that so was a good story. That would be a good topic of conversation. And it really isn't discussed too much anymore. Rudy, you want to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, is is my story in there of how I met my wife? How I uh, made a Catholic man. Oh, yeah, it's actually and, in there uh... twice. Actually, they, they <laughs> put it up two times. It was so, it was like, wow, this is like the model. Catholic wow. marriages and they put them twice. So yeah, there you go. In, there you go. In, uh, so check out the book. You get Rudy's hair story. Just kidding. <laughs> in a few years, when I pass uh, away but, and they canonize me, they'll uh, you know they'll put that story in there right away. Your humility knows no bounds. Right. <laughs> no bounds. No bounds. No bounds. No bounds. So true. If I was only humble, I'd be perfect. That's what I always say. So uh, before Patrick jumps on, I want to revisit that story that I mentioned right there at the end of the last segment, because I just didn't have enough time to uh, cover that story in a little bit in depth as we wanted. 
But the story that I was talking about just a minute ago was the fact that they are agreeing, they finally are coming out and telling the truth. Now it's it's ghastly, the truth. The truth is ghastly, but I'm glad they're telling the truth. So maybe, just maybe, it'll wake people up and re- make them realize that what is going on with the pro-choice, so-called movement is really bad. The American Medical Association voting down resolutions to oppose the deliberate killing of babies. Now that The fact that something like that could happen is absolutely flabbergasting to me. It's the, you, you kind of always had the idea that, well, obviously the baby outside of the womb is going to be okay. Like you don't have to, you won't kill that one. And the baby in the womb, well, they, well, we can debate about that. The baby outside the womb is undebatable. And yet we're seeing the movement go further and further down that slippery slope. That slippery slope that tends to seem not to be uh, such a fallacy as people like to pretend it is. Because what do we see? They are now promoting the death of children born alive. If you survive an abortion, you still have not survived yet. They may just plain murder you outside of the womb. And that's coming out of Virginia. And I'm guaranteeing you that's going to start popping up in more and more states where they're going to start promoting this idea. Because really, it's the only logical position. If you're going to cling to abortion, you're going to be a pro-choice activist. The only logical conclusion, if you say until viability, so a baby born out of the womb is not viable on its own. So why not kill that one too? The only logical positions are one of two positions. One, you can just kill the baby until they're basically 10 years old. Or two, a life is sacred from the moment of conception. There is no in-between answer. There's no gray area. There's no compromise. There's no meat in the middle when it comes to this issue. But joining us right now is Patrick O'Hearn. He's the author of Courtship of the Saints. Good morning to you, Patrick. Hey, good morning, Adrian. Thanks for having me. Oh, praise be to God. It's good to have you on. It's really interesting. I was reading your book uh, over here in L.A. for the L.A. Dodgers protest, and I was reading your book on the flight over, and I found it very fascinating. And I want to get into the topic of the saints, but I think it's important to start off where you start off the book, talking about the different uh, the way that we see courtship today, because it's very different from what we the modern people seem to see as like dating. And so let's start there. What do, what do we mean when we say courtship so courtship is um you know it stretches back to biblical times so it's something in our tradition and it's uh and it really came into service in the 16th century it was this idea of a a courier it came from the word court and ship which was an advisor a courier was a a advisor to a king and a queen and then as it progressed through the centuries it meant this idea of wooing a woman with the idea of marriage in mind so courtship looks to marriage. It's a time of serious discernment when a man and a woman, you know, discern if they're called to marriage. And so, and then dating came is kind of a newer term, you know, came in the, you know, the 20th century and that that came along with the idea of, you know, with the automobile, it became more of a sense of of popularity. And it was actually a lower class uh, slang term. And so the primary difference I say in the book is, you know, dating is more concerned with, uh, you know, pleasure and the present moment while courtship kind of looks towards heaven into eternity and whether this person has virtue or not. So that's the main difference. You know, I'd say courtship, virtue, eternity, heaven, dating's more just, you know, present moment pleasure. You know, it's interesting you brought up um, the fact that there's this difference between dating and courtship and dating is kind of more of a seeking the pleasure for now. 
versus a pleasure for the future that is eternal pleasure in heaven. And I think one thing that I found very fascinating was your kind of like your timeline. Now, obviously, there's not like a strict rule where you're like, okay, it has to be this amount of time or else or else you're sinning or something like that. But I found it very interesting. So tell me a little bit about how you kind of said, okay, well, this is kind of the time frame and this is why that you came up with this time frame as a sort of guide. Yeah, I would say, you know, and I, and I used to love with uh, Father Rippinger. You know, he gave me his, uh, you know, these four stages. And I, I think a lot of priests, you know, Father Morrow, who wrote a great book on uh, courtship, he's a, based out of, I think, the Diocese of uh, Washington and, you know, uh, on the East Coast there. And he, he said, like, no more than two years. And then, so in each of these stages, I just got to pull it up. I have, um, based on Father Rippinger, I think it's the most is, it's, it's, so you have like 18 three months, I think. Yeah, yeah, 18 months. So within each of these stages, it's like three to six months. So like friendship stage, three to six, and then courtship, three to six. And that courtship stage is a part of the, the four stages of courtship. And then you have the betrothal engagement, which is three to six months. And then obviously marriage is a lifetime. So about 18 months would kind of be your, I would think, your max range. Because I think really after a year, you're kind of wasting someone's time. You know, right. If you don't know, you're going to marry them. And uh, and I do think, you know, when we look at, you know, you look at the vocation of the priesthood, it t- takes like eight, someone like eight, you know, eight years to prepare, right? And then religious life for a nun is 10 years. And so basically for, you know, for to prepare for marriage, it's not that long of a time. And I think it has to be a period of, you know, as we said, serious discernment in these different stages. And, and one thing I, I, I didn't mention with uh, courtship is, the father is involved. You know, you ask your the father for, you know, if a young man goes to, you know, to pursue his daughter, he's going to ask his father for permission, you know, in terms of, you know, whether he goes to that second stage of courtship and then for the betrothal. So that's a, that's a key difference, getting uh, the parents approval. Yeah. That's a very lost situation. This does not happen in our time. This idea of going to ask the father specifically, and, you know, I, I would honestly be less surprised if someone was like, oh, I got to ask their mother. Um, but the fact of having a going to the father and asking permission not to for marriage, but for courtship is just mind blowing to so many people that they cannot wrap their minds around it. They can't even wrap their minds around the idea of asking the father for their hand in marriage, better yet, in courtship. I want to touch on that when we come back. We're going to talk about the break in just a second. When we come back, we're going to touch on that. And I want to touch on Betrothal. This is something Hello, this that is Steve Gleason many with your people have for Catholic yeah. evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend: Who are the ten most well-known preachers in America? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Here's the list: Copeland, Osteen, Benny Hinn, Joyce Myers, T.D. Jakes, Stephen Furtick, Andy Stanley, Robert Jeffers, Rick Warren, Alistair Begg, John MacArthur. Well, secondly, all these pastors say the same thing on Sunday morning, which is "Turn with me in your Bible." Well, then how's the harmony regarding, say, eternal security, disagreement, present day? ministry of the holy spirit disagreement relationship of baptism to salvation disagreement church government disagreement life beginning at conception until natural death disagreement and eschatology disagreement so what's going on here well if you're someone who says all i need is the word of god brother because the bible is going to give me everything i need to live out the jesus life okay hope you've already ditched your favorite blogger your favorite preacher your favorite podcaster and most of all your religious google searches well speaking of google searches i do request one last google search for you magic 
Hey, Donnie, when we see Christ on the cross, what do we call that? A crucifix. And who said, preach Christ and Him crucified? St. Paul. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. Adrian Ponseca. It's so good to be on here today. Praise be to God. Uh, joining us right now is Patrick O'Hearn. And before we jump back into this conversation, we're talking about courtship of the saints, how the saints met their spouses. It's a very excellent book. I was reading it on my plane flight to LA. Uh, before we jump into this conversation, I want to remind you that starting in the seven o'clock central time hour, we are going to be going into our summer 2023 share-a-thon. I would be very grateful if you could help us out because we are actually at a deficit right now. We only hit, I think, five of our goals yesterday. And so we really need to pick up the slack for uh, the yesterday and for the Catholic Drive Time Team's hour, which are hours at 9 o'clock Central Time. We actually haven't hit our goal the entire week. So we are behind. So if you can help us at the 9 a.m. Central Time hour, we'd be very, very grateful if you could call in your pledge of support. But if not, uh, call in at any time. All the money goes to help the Guadalupe Radio Network. And of course, uh, if you can't donate uh, because of time constraints, you can always donate online. Go to grnonline.com, grnonline.com. We'd be very grateful for your assistance. So going back to this conversation, or joining us right now is Patrick O'Hearn. Uh, we're talking about the courtship of the saints. Before we went to break, I mentioned two things. I want to talk about betrothal. And let's start here, though, the asking of the father for the hand in marriage, but also, and something that's even more controversial, asking the father for permission to court one's daughter. That's very, very interesting. Uh, so tell me about this, Mr. O'Hearn. I mean, I've had um, some con you know, conversations with Father Ripperger about this. I was asked the other day about, so what happens if the father says no? And I, I actually emailed Father Ripperger because in most cases, he's, you know, the man is going to do what he's going to do, you know. And I think, I mean, when I was asked that question, you know, like it was actually later earlier this week. I mean, my take on it is if, you know, if the father sees something, you know, that's, you know, a red flag with that man, you know, obviously the daughter who loves her father is going to you know respect her father. But if it's like, you know, an, an example of like, oh, this guy, like maybe, you know, he works at. You know, he, he, he has a profession that's not maybe he's a teacher and like, you know, you know, the dad's like, I want him. He should be like, you know, a doctor or something, you know, and I think in that case, when it's something superficial and you and you see this guy's virtuous, you know, the daughter sees this guy's virtuous and the guy's virtuous and he loves the girl. Like, I, I, I think that in those cases, you know, you know, maybe the father, you can go against the father. Again, I'm, I'm trying to clarify that point with the father <laughs> ripping because I mean, you see in the lives of the saints you know, even to the vocation of religious life, you know, Thomas Aquinas wasn't going to be stopped. And so if you are, you know, St. John of the Cross, his own father married a woman that was beneath his means. So I think at the end of the day, you're, you want to do God's will. And obviously, if you can, you know, respect and obey your father, that's even, you know, that's, that's the goal too. So yeah, definitely a, a big plus and something that we should have rightly desire. You know, it's, it's very interesting. You mentioned the, also the fact that it depends on the, the reasoning of the father. Um, because, like, I've talked about this in the past, and I won't dwell on this, but just want to bring it up as a side point, 
is that uh, I, I like the idea of arranged marriages, but in our current society, we have so much disorder. And I know so many people who are uh, converted Catholics. They've just converted recently. Their family are all pagan heathens and they their parents would not choose good spouses for them. And so I think in a, a well-ordered society, a arranged marriages would be a ideal or even a, a good, if not an ideal. But uh, in our current society, I don't know if it's the way to go. But let's go over to the topic of betrothals. This is something that most people probably have never heard of before. So tell me, what is a betrothal and how is it the same or different yeah. from engagement? Yeah. Well, there, I mean, Father Rippinger, too, like we, we kind of use those terms synonymously, you know, betrothal and engagement. But there is actually a liturgical rite of betrothal. And I didn't even know about this. Like, I, I just discovered that. I'm like, man, I wish I could have had that. But it's where, you know, the... Um, you know, after the engage, you know, after you propose, um, you know, after a man proposes to his wife, right, and, and she says yes, then you would go to a, you know, to a priest, and there's actually a ceremony where he'll take the stole, and he'll wrap it around in the shape of a cross over your over your hands, and he does a special blessing, and there's two witnesses there, and that means that you promise, you know, to marry that, um, to, each of you promise to marry each other, and uh, you know, if there's a serious reason, obviously that comes up later on, but you have full intention you know, that you will not break this up. And I think that that's, it shows a level of commitment, you know, and, and Joseph and Mary had that, you know, that betrothal. And I do have, I referenced an article by Gregory de Pippo. So if you want to learn more about what that actual right is, it, it's a footnote in my book, but you can look it up. Uh, the article is just called uh, The Liturgical Rite of Betrothal by Greg de Pippo that goes into more detail on what that right is. But you can ask a priest, you know, after you propose, and you know, the girl says, yes, you can go to a church and get a special blessing. And there's a special ceremony for that. Patrick, uh, Rudy think, Carlos here. You know, one of the, the to talk a little bit more about betrothal. My my wife and I actually received this uh, this this uh, this right here. Um, we did that uh, at the church in California. And uh, one of the cool things about the betrothal is that it's it's a it's a public thing. So when uh, a man and a woman are engaged, they go and they get betrothed. They receive that 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 right. It's not a sacrament. But uh, the next part is that the priest then sends out what are called bands, bands of marriage. And essentially what they are is it's, uh, it's an announcement to the entire community. And the community has an opportunity to then respond and say, okay, I actually know these two. Like, for example, it's an, it's an opportunity for them if there's something wrong with that, with that union to say, I know these two. This is not a good idea. Or I know this guy. And uh, he's married in three towns over, you know, so there's something there's it's almost like a safety net that I think we absolutely need today because of uh, how poorly we discern our relationships. I mean, just look at how much uh, divorce, how much uh, heartbreak there is out there. There's just not a lot of opportunity for us to discern a proper relationship with one another. No, thank you for sharing that. I mean, you have obviously you have the. I never experienced this, so I was like, "Man, I was, I was like, I wish I knew about it." So I'm thank you for uh, that's that's it that's was beautiful. Cool. And there was a there was actually an earthquake when ours happened. <laughs> so it was like foreshadowing. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that's 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 a sign that hey, maybe there's you know you're going to bring saints into the world, and you know that's a holy holy I marriage. So I, you know, it's uh, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, Adrian, I think we're uh, we're we're not getting your audio here. Okay, there we go. There we go. Uh, there we go. Should be working now. Sorry, I had my I muted myself. And, uh, the, the grave uh, problem of muting yourself on Zoom, uh, a problem that always arises. 
Uh, you know, there is one story that I wanted to bring up from the, the your book, which was the marriage between Elizabeth of Hungary and King Louis IV. I thought that this was a absolutely beautiful story about a saint who was just devoted and head over heels for her husband. And I was just blown away by it. By, and at first I'm reading your narrative of it. And I was like, oh, he's kind of like embellishing the story a little bit. But then you have the large block quote. And I'm like, oh, wow, like this is like, like she's, wow, that's amazing. So tell me about this story. Yeah. Well, she was given into, a, you know, an arranged marriage, you know, as a young girl. And she was, she was raised by Louis's uh, mother. So they kind of grew up together. And I think that that's the way, you know, it's, one of the best ways that we see like an organic relationship, you know, you see at certain parishes where, you know, a, a man and a woman, they'll grow up together, maybe in the homeschool community. And, and as they, uh, you know, once they were married, you know, Elizabeth was in her, you know, teenage years. And it was just a, I, I say it was, it was a passionate love. Like they would, they were so madly in love with each other when, when Lewis would go on his journeys and he'd come home, like it said, she'd run to him and give him a thousand kisses and, you know, just that, that level Beautiful. of affection, you know, I don't, I don't say like you go and make how in front of your, your, uh, <laughs> your spouse in front of your children, but they need to see like, you know, when your when the husband comes home from work, like the wife should come up and, you know, you guys should, you should give each other a kiss, you know, and the, your children need to see that, that this is a healthy level of affection. And, and then when, uh, Louis would go on business trips, like often she would go and accompany him. And I think, well, that's, that's another great example. You know, often men, you know, they have the ability, you know, sometimes you can take your wife with you on your, on your work trips, you know, to never be separated for too long from your spouse. And then I think after, you know, he passed away, she was like, you know, just heartbroken. And then she even devoted herself even more to helping the poor. But just that, I think that great love and affection that they had between each other is, is an example for, you know, for us Catholics. Yeah, I think that's very beautiful. And, you know, I want to get Tito's take on that because I know Tito kind of has a very similar attitude about his wife. Uh, Tito was telling me how he, like, never wants to, he's never far from his wife for very long. That's I correct. About that. Yeah, that, <clears throat> for the first time uh, we went to the retreat, that was the first time I, I have not spent an evening with my wife the night before my marriage. And it's important to me uh, to be with my wife. I made a commitment to her. She made a commitment to me. And we we love being in each other's company. We we enjoy uh, spending time with each other, whether we're engaged with each other or doing tasks separately, but in the same room. And and I want to go back to what you said about it's important about the wife receiving the husband at the home. I, I also n not having kids yet. Uh, I know Rudy has two beautiful children. That how the parents interact is a model for what the children see and what they search for in a spouse as well. So it's highly important that there's respect in front of the children as well as affection and, 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 and uh, modeling that excellent behavior for your children. Uh, uh, what, what do you think on that point, Patrick? Yeah. I mean, you're ultimately, I say, you know, your vocation of marriage for your children, it, you know, it begins from, the day like you and like your, the husband and wife take, you know, take their vows to each other. You know, it's not just like, oh, when they become teenagers and they see them from day one. And uh, I asked, I asked the priest, you know, um, you know, I asked his parents and I said, what did you do to raise your son to become a priest? And, and the, I go, what advice can you give to me, you know, for vocations? He goes, I just love my wife. And so it's not even, sometimes it's not even the verbals, right? What you say to your spouse, but it's also just 
you know, the way you're looking at the, your spouse, you know, the nonverbals, you know, like if you're rolling your eyes and, and so it, it, again, you're, you're preparing your children, you're going to set them up for marriage from day one and what you do or don't do will determine whether they want to get married or not. They may say, you know what, I don't want to get married after I see my parents' marriage. They didn't love each other. All they did was fight with each other. And so um, we are the vocation directors for marriage in our home. That's We are the primary vocation directors for the sacrament of marriage and the first vocation directors for the religious life and priesthood. I have a question on that point, on, on we're, being, we're developing these vocations. I have a friend of mine who, raising their children, made a point of telling them that when you meet your spouse, make sure that they come from parents that were still married. What what say you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I definitely think that that is, you know, when you have, especially two couples that come from two divorce marriages, like your chances of divorce are skyrocketed. So obviously that, if you can aim for that and that's the case, I think, you know, that that is, you know, that's something very important uh, to look for, you know, from an intact family and how that girl is, how she loves her father and how the father treats the daughter is huge. Absolutely. So we're just about out of time. We're going to have to have Patrick back on because uh, there's a lot more that I'd love to chat about, especially towards the end of the book, giving some hope for many people who are struggling with finding a spouse. They may be getting a little bit older and they think, oh man, I'm never going to get married. Um, And now I'm too old to join religious life. What can I do? And there's hope out there. So check out his book, Courtship of the Saints, uh, published by 10 books. But thank you. God bless you, Mr. O'Hearn. God bless you and prayers on your march. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're going off to our summer 2023 Sherathon. If you can join us, we'd be very grateful. Please be generous. We'd be very grateful for anything that you can do to support the Guadalupe Radio Network. We only broadcast because of your generosity. God bless you. God love you. See you at 9 a.m. Central Time Out. We all know children have a natural innocence and a sense of wonder. Yet our world is full of distractions that can pull families in the wrong direction. But with the help of God and a church family, your children can grow in the security of faith, hope, and love. Weekly Mass provides that critical faith foundation needed in life. So if your family hasn't been to Mass in a while, we'd like to invite you home. Discover more at CatholicsComeHome.org. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question if you're a non-Catholic friend. Was the Catholic Church in existence as far back as the first three centuries? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, baseball. In September 1845, the New York Knickerbocker Baseball Club was formally established and called baseball. Rules were set, included a diamond-shaped infield, foul lines, and the three-strike rule. But seven years before that, in 1775, that game was already being played on schoolyards, well before it was ever called baseball. Baseball. Secondly, the Apostolic Fathers, such as Tertullian, Clement, St. Ignatius, all wrote before 215 A.D. about the authority of the local bishop, and they used the name the Catholic Church, which already had the liturgy, the Eucharist, the readings, the relics, a hierarchy, and jurisdiction. And thirdly, my take. To fishermen, a dolphin was just a big fish until they were termed dolphins, but they were always dolphins. And baseball was baseball well before it was termed baseball. And you will love this. The early church was the Catholic Church well before Constantine the Great, the Nicene Creed, and you your church history book. 
I don't know why I turned on my radio because I've kept my radio off for years. And once I turned it on, I was absolutely hooked. I love the shows with the Catholic apologists. I love the shows with the sort of day-to-day psychologist, Greg and Lisa Popchek. I love hearing not just of other people's problems who call in, but I love getting the Catholic take on how to deal with day-to-day reality. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. In your car, at the office, or in your home, we're always here. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. KSHJ Houston. Gracious Spirit, dwell with me. I would be like thee. Welcome to the 2023 Guadalupe Radio Network in his presence, Summer Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1 800 476 3311.
showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices, that we may give glory to God. We ask all this in your precious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Father, Son, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, we will pray a special prayer to the sacred heart of Jesus here in just a moment. I'll give you a little bit of history. You may know some of this already, but we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, we are here to fundraise to keep this station on the air that you're listening to, as I mentioned. So uh, this hour, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, the matching gift is $8,800. Okay, $8,800. Pretty big uh, goal, pretty ambitious. Uh, This comes from an anonymous listener in North Texas, a sponsor in North Texas called Camp Subiaco up in Arkansas. The Subiaco uh, uh, Monastery up there puts on a camp for uh, young boys every summer, and so that's an awesome thing. They're a sponsor of ours. And also uh, a lot of funds that came from generous donors at the South and Central Texas Fishers of Men dinner recently. And so put that all together, $8,800, $8,800. So that's what we're asking you to match this hour, and we start right now. Phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And so, so we had a pretty interesting final hour we yesterday. <laughs> it's it's kind of like razor thin margin at the end, but uh, it was a good hour. It was. We got that flurry of calls. We got up to six calls, which I think is the most you and I certainly have gotten on the air. And uh, one of the higher ones for the share Very, very exciting. And at the end, we were calling out for someone to help us. I think we had about 1,300 left. And uh, uh, one lady actually called back, Dave, who had um, called in earlier our hour and said she was going to bump up her 500 donation to a pilgrimage donation, mm-hmm. which was a, such a beautiful thing. So um, thanks to that, we were able to get and we, close. And we, we needed we 1,300. 1,300. <clears> so, so basically added an extra 1,000. So we're about we're like 300, 300 away. We were 300 away, but we're super thankful for her to call in and, uh, and get she, a lot closer She was us. from San Antonio. Yes, and so indeed. we ended up like, it was, it was a pretty big goal. We ended up $300 away. So I know if we had had another minute or a minute and a half of the of the of that hour, we could have appealed to you and somebody would have called in. So anyways, it was a good hour. Didn't get to ring the bell, but thank you very much to that anonymous uh, lady in San Antonio for uh, increasing her pledge to a, a pilgrimage. 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, do you have the prayer to the Sacred Heart? Yes, I do. I say that and I, there it is. Okay. All right. In the name of the Father. Father, Father, and the the Son, Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, font of love and mercy and source of every blessing, pour out your love upon my wounded and suffering heart. O O sacred heart of Jesus, burning with the fire of charity for every soul, purify my heart and draw me even closer to your divine embrace. O sacred heart of Jesus, wounded by my own sin and familiar with all suffering, Forgive me of my sins and restore me to life. O sacred heart of Jesus, through which every heart finds solace and refuge, be my strength, my courage, my fortress, and my defender. O sacred heart of Jesus, proof of the Father's love and desire for me, I place all my trust in you. Amen. Amen. Father, Father Son, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow, that is beautiful. Is uh, so what is the solemnity of the most sacred heart of Jesus? Okay, I went on the EWTN website and they said it is a movable feast that honors the sacred heart. Uh, back in 1675, Jesus told St. Margaret Mary that he wanted the Feast of the Sacred Heart to be celebrated on the Friday after the Corpus Christi Octave. In 1856, the Feast of the Sacred Heart became a universal feast. 
St. John Paul II, uh, a great devotee of the Sacred Heart, said that this feast reminds us of the mystery of the love of God for the people of all times. Okay, so a uh, quote from uh, our late Holy Father, Pope St. John Paul II. All right, so does Catholic Radio make you feel loved? I've told the story many times about the lady who came up to me after a parish talk, uh, just bawling and saying, for the first time in my life, I, I, I know that God loves me. And this was a lady probably in her 40s. Uh, so it took her 40, more than 40 years to realize that God loved her. But it was something she heard on Catholic Radio that sparked that, uh, that reality. And so this is a great day to just bask in the fact that our good God loves us so much. And that's what we try to remind you all the time on Catholic Radio. And I think it's something we need to remind our children and just remind everybody. Right now, $8,800 to raise, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Who will be the first caller of this Friday Sherathon? Eight minutes into it already. Nobody's on the line yet. 800-476-3311. Trying to recall, uh, it was Rosalba on Tuesday from yes. the colony, James yep. Allen uh, yesterday, and then I know I know yesterday was... Wasn't it Houston as well yesterday? Um, or am I thinking about that? Yeah, I don't know. Let me dig it up. Yeah. You can talk amongst <laughs> yourselves, but I, how quickly I forget. I, I, I know. Yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody out there remembers, but uh, 800-476-3311, be the first caller, and we will forget you uh, by the next day. <laughs> wow, wow, Dave, that's really selling it there. <laughs> no, we'll look you up. I mean, exactly. You'll be famous, right? 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. 311. We're looking for our first caller of the day. This is the last day of our share, our summer share-a-thon. The theme is In His Presence. And I also want to note that our volunteers today are in San Antonio. We got a fantastic group of volunteers out in San Antonio, and they're waiting for their first phone calls of the day. They love giving their time to be able to talk to you and take your pledges. Uh, and I think, Dave, I think I see a call coming in, so we might be having <clears throat> right. our caller number one. I'm All right. so excited. So how can I forget? It was John and Kim from Irving, Texas. Irving. Oh. They made a $1,000 donation. Wow. Okay, John and Kim started yes. us off. I remember it was Toya and I were on. And, uh, yeah, $1,000 to get us started. Boy, wouldn't that be nice if somebody could dig really deep? It doesn't matter how, how big the donation is. Just be the first caller, and we'll appreciate it so much. 800-476-3311. Okay, so we did have two North Texas uh, donors for, to be first this Who's week. Who's going to be on the board and, now? And uh, then we also had a Houston one with James Allen calling in on Wednesday. 1-800-476-3311. Yes. Okay, all Henry's right. Henry's taking Henry. a call. All right, and also thank you to all the, 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 the folks in the San Antonio call center. Uh, who came in and are answering phones. We, we definitely want to keep you busy. Oh, absolutely. You know, yesterday, Dave, I got a call when I was helping with the call center from a lady who was volunteering this afternoon in San Antonio. So oh, she's really? calling in to do oh, a donation. Wow. So that's super awesome. Completely all in for sure uh, with her. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Dave, I'm just going to put this out here because it's the last day. And this is the last time you and I are actually going to be on the air together. It's 7 a.m. And I know in the past, you and I have been able to, in this hour, get up to like 10 calls. Mm -hmm. So I'm yeah. just going to put that out there. If we want to just kind of start this day a little bit crazy with the volunteers and get set the mood right... That would be pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I love that, that that volunteer called in because a lot of times volunteers will make the donation while they're volunteering, you know, because oh, they, they get to put in their own. Uh, but she was like, no, I'm, I'm doing it today. I'm going to do it on Thursday. So that's awesome. 1-800-476-3311. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's gather together. Let's huddle and let's talk about 
uh, getting to 10 calls. Right now, there's one, and if you know anything about getting to 10 calls at the same time, it, it, requir- more than one call? it, it requires a lot of people, and it also requires a lot of people acting quickly, okay? Because once the calls start to drop off, well, then they're no longer up there. And so this is 10 calls all at the same time, and we're looking for caller number two right now, 800 476 Three, three, one, one. Okay, caller number two. Once we get you, there's something. We get to three, and then four, and oh my goodness, we're just we're, we're, we're off to the off, races. Off to the races, <laughs> and then we'll get really hysteria. The the volunteers will be happy. They'll be so excited that they're getting calls so early. Uh, it's like a win, 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 win. And and Catholic Radio is being supported, and we're getting closer to hitting this goal. One eight hundred four seven six. Three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. How many archangel donations do you think we're going to need this hour in order to hit this goal? I think, Dave, that we need at least four or five of them. Uh, I think so, you're right. um, if we could get some, one of those early on in the hour, that'd be so cool to kind of you know set the tone for the rest of the hour. And uh, oh, well, there's, see, three. there's three people. Whoa, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> no, we got two all three the people time. Okay, on the line. it's so happening. Sissel. It is it's happening. happening. Let's get caller number four. One eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred. 476-3311. It is the last day of the Summer Sherathon, and it's a feast, or sorry, excuse me, it's a solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. Let's get 10 calls. Yeah, and I want to thank Marty, because Marty in our, our Birmingham office, I, I put on the, the internal chat about it being the feast of the Sacred Heart. He's like, no, it's a solemnity. And so I said, oh, thanks. Should have eaten that bacon today. <laughs> 800-476-3311. Okay, we've got three. Let's get to four. Everybody come together. If you haven't donated yet during this week, and you were intending to, this is it. This is the last day. We've got 12 hours, and believe me, it goes by so, so very fast. Next hour will take care of itself, I promise you, uh, and then we'll move into the CDT hour, but uh, right now, we need that fourth caller. Let's just take it one at a time. Cicel is so right. This is the hour where we have gotten to 10 calls. It's so hard. I don't think anybody's even gotten to 8 calls this entire share of I don't think so. Oh, Dave, right. we have someone to thank. Oh, great. Go ahead. Armando in uh, Ingram, Texas, listening to 97.9 uh, and gave $500 All one right. time. Praise Goes God. to Notre Dame and prayer is for peace. Please pray for peace. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And you're your first donation of the day, Armando. Thank you so much. And That's it was, awesome. It was doubled because uh, this is a matching gift hour. So we have uh, $500 on the board. That looks so much nicer than zero. So 100%. thank you, Armando. 1-800-476-3311. Now we're looking for caller number three because, hey, that's what happens. These calls drop off. All right. Armando from Kerrville, right, was uh, the, the first uh, donor of Friday. Ingram, okay. technically, uh, oh, but yes. Oh, Ingram, okay. <laughs> Listening to the station in Kerrville. Right, okay. So Armando in, in, in Ingram. You remember that when we come on in the fall, okay? I'm okay. going to quiz you. Absolutely. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Come on, everybody. Uh, do you love Catholic Radio? You know, I know there are a lot of parishes named after Sacred Heart of Jesus. Yes. Uh, here locally in North Texas, we have Sacred Heart in Munster, uh, which is a, a beautiful and very, very supportive parish. Uh, uh, Father Joe Keating is the pastor out there. And then we recently went out to Sacred Heart in Rowlett. I yes. don't think you, you personally did. I did not did. get to go out to that one. Yeah, I went and they had a visiting priest who was saying, uh, celebrating Mass on Sunday evening and he had just been ordained uh, the week before. And so this, I said, Father, which Mass is this for you? And he said, this is my fifth Mass <laughs> ever. Uh, and so Sacred Heart in Rowlett, Sacred Heart in Munster. I think that's, there may be another one. I, I think there's a Sacred Heart Chinese parish in the Dallas Diocese. I believe there is. All right. So 1-800 
800-476-3311. So if you're from one of those parishes and you want to put a shout-out to your parish on your special solemnity, well, call us up, 800-476-3311. Five Archangel donations I think are going to be absolutely necessary. That is $1,500 one time, $125 a month. Uh, or you can bump it up. Uh, you know what? You know what's okay. I just had an idea. Okay. So, uh, the 1856 was the, the it became a universal feast. Okay. Oh, Does anybody yes. want to donate $1,856? Or if you want to up that a little bit, 1899 is the year that Pope Leo the 13th, um, he consecrated the entire human race <laughs> to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Oh, 1899. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, not, not just because it's more, but I think that's a, uh, probably a better one to do. So you can round it off to 1900 if you want. 18, if you do 1899, okay, let's just throw that out there as a possibility to, to, to celebrate this special Solemnity 1899. Okay, that would be celebrating the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Okay, and that would be a archangel donation. Maybe, maybe there's three people that can do 1899. Wouldn't that be amazing That's if so we could cool. do that? The, a trinity of uh, solemnity donations, uh, marking and celebrating the this special solemnity 1899 when Pope Leo the Thirteenth. Uh, consecrated the entire world? The entire is that what human it race is what it says. Oh, the entire human race. That's okay. the article I was just reading about. Okay, okay. Awesome. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. one 476 3311 And uh, we're still sitting at two people right now. It's a matching gift hour. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We're looking for that caller number three. We gotta get past three here, uh, on our way to ten. That would be so exciting to start off this first hour on a Friday of share with getting ten calls, hitting this goal. Please call in right now. Donate what you can. If you're able to do the 1899, that would be fantastic and such a beautiful way to celebrate the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Do you have a devotion to the Sacred Heart? I feel like we've gotten closer to the Sacred Heart over the last few years, with June being kind of a month that's been taken over with uh, with a different, not quite humility, um, but uh, the opposite, to be frank, with pride. Um, and we really need to come back to the humility of having devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Yeah, and uh, by the way, uh, Sean just posted a, a picture of the, the call center, and I'm, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven volunteers are there, plus Mario and Sean and Richard. They got the whole crew there, and so we have got to get them busy. I know there's probably about four of them that have not had a call yet. Thank you, Dave. Uh, Marty is actually uh, taking a call or putting a call in. Uh, so uh, let's get these volunteers busy. I just They're just the best people in the world that, that give their time to, to Guadalupe Radio. Six hours at a time, you know, sometimes four times a year they'll come in, the same people. Uh, but we need to keep them busy, so please call right now. They'll, we're starting to let this hour is starting to slip away with 18 minutes having already gone. 1-800-476-3311. We've only thanked one person so far. I know, Cecil. I know. We're looking forward to thanking our next person, but I would just love to be able to thank 10 people all at once, Dave. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Can you please just call in and do whatever it is that you can? If Catholic Radio has done something for you, if you've learned, if you've grown in faith, please donate so that it can be here for many more years to come for other people to find, to discover to discover the beauty and the truth of the Catholic faith. Call All right. right now. Now there's three. Now there's three. Okay, okay this is exciting. Number four. Okay, just a reminder, five Archangel donations. You know, we suggested the $1,899, uh, and then maybe get three of those. 
you know, so we, what we do uh, as, you know, hosts during the Shurathon is we suggest. We yes. say, you know, here's a suggestion, here's a clever way and some way that you can, you know, make your donation Offer match up, an, up to your something. Offer a in a special way with a special devotion. Exactly. And so that's all we do. But uh, a $1,500 donation is an archangel. And so we want to get five of those. Um, uh, you know, 1917, I always talk about the, the Fatima donation. Uh, and, you know, maybe you want to do that. But, but today, you know, 1899, uh, the, the, the year that, um, Pope, uh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at this. We just got, we just yes, got our first got one. Okay. On All right. Three people on. Our first archangel has come through from KATH 910 AM land in North Texas. Uh, this person has asked to remain anonymous. Uh, but 1500 is on the board. So we are at $2,000. Three people on the line. That's very encouraging. It is. 800 476 All right. Come on. Are you out there? Call us right now and make a donation of any size. Yes, 1-800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. I'm not going to give up on these 10 calls, Dave. We're at three. We can do it. We just need seven more people to pick up their phones right now and dial with me. 800 476 3311 800-476-3311. I know it's early. Maybe you need to have another sip of your coffee and then pick up the phone and call us. Um, but please do. We need your help right now. We have $6,800 left in this matching gift goal. We're going to need some archangels. We're going to need some uh, $10 a month. We're going to need some $500 one time. Whatever it is that you can give, it's going to be matched. So your money is going to be doubled and put to work to keep Catholic Radio on the air right where you are. 800 800- 476-3311 All right, Dr- Dreg in uh, Roseburg, Texas has donated, uh, I'm not sure the amount, uh, but he's at least he's made a donation and and I'm not sure just it, and it's not on here. Uh, really enjoys Catholic Radio just started listening. Awesome. Uh, and he is discerning the priesthood. Wow. That is awesome. So, I tell you, Dreg and I hope we got that name right, Dreg. Uh, and it's maybe it might be Greg, but, uh, you know, listening to Catholic radio is going to help you in your discernment, you know, and of course, discernment is discernment. It, it means that you're, 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 you're letting God, uh, speak to you and you're, you know, you're offering it up in prayer and maybe or maybe not God is calling you, but how awesome that you're discerning. But I think what you listen in here on Catholic radio is going to help you make that decision. So praise God. Thank you for that donation. 800-476-3311. down to two calls now. And, um, and with the, the, the San Antonio call center, I think of all these wonderful volunteers that woke up early. They're in there. They're just staring at their phone. They're wanting it to ring. Uh, we need $6,698. $6,698 with 38 minutes to go. And here is, oh wow, Thomas and Sonia from Coleman, Alabama. Um, a sacred Oh, there we go. So look at that. Sacred, Sacred, Sacred Heart, Heart Parish. Oh, All so right. Cool. Sacred Heart Parish. Uh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Thomas and Sonia, and happy solemnity to you. They listen every single day on 88.3 FM in Coleman, Alabama. And uh, please pray in the name of the Sacred Heart of Jesus for the Eucharistic revival and for our parish, Sacred Heart of Jesus in Coleman, on the occasion of our feast day. Our parish is having a 40-hour devotion going on right now, and we are praying for your intentions. Oh, all right. Thank you very much, uh, Thomas and Sonia. That is awesome and so cool to hear from uh, uh, one of our many Sacred Heart parishes across the, 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 the network. Uh, anybody else? Obviously, it's not limited to people at the Sacred Heart Parish, but if you are at a Sacred Heart Parish, 
uh, or if you visited one or you have a particular devotion to, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we do want to hear from you. We're down to one call, Cecil. That's not good. Oh, we're going in the wrong direction. We need to get nine more people on the line right now. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Thanks to the four generous people who have called in so far this morning. We've raised $2,142 of our 8800 goal that we started with. It's a matching gift hour. We have 6658 to go, and we only have 40... Wait, Wait, how many minutes? 37 minutes. I was even, I was being generous with the 47. 37 minutes left to do it. One person on the line. We're going to need a lot of calls and we're going to need them quickly. 800-476-3311-800-476-3311. It's the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Such a beautiful devotion. I know a lot of people out there have a devotion to the Sacred Heart. I do. I love learning about all the things that uh, uh, St. Margaret Mary, uh, you know, was received from Jesus. And I don't know if Dave, you've ever heard the story about um, confession, this confession story from her. But she was trying to confirm that it was, in fact, you know, Jesus speaking mm-hmm. to her. And yeah. so her mother, superior, said to go and okay, if it really is Jesus, ask him what I said in my like confession. <laughs> and and she came, she did, and you know what Jesus responded? Jesus is not bound to the seal, is he? <laughs> you know what Jesus said? What I forgot. Oh, and really? So, it's a really beautiful, I mean, our oh, whole wow. theme is on wow. in his presence, the Eucharist, and it's just such a beautiful way to think about our Lord. Yeah, oh, that is a great story. I, I never heard that before. That is so awesome. I thought uh, I, I thought you were going to say what, that he was going to prove it, and then by I'd saying. say, wow, So, but, you know, Jesus is not bound by the sacrament, so he, you know, he could break the seal if he wanted to, but he didn't, and no. uh, he said, yeah, I forgot, that is so awesome. Uh, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Our dear friend Scott in McKinney has donated 18 dollars and 99 cents in honor of the sacred heart yes all right thank you so much scott that is awesome saint gabriel the archangel parish in honor of Sister Diane in her retirement. So, all right, that is a, a clever and creative way to honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus as well. Scott is just such a dear listener and friend and uh, devotee of, uh, of uh, Guadalupe Radio. He's just an awesome guy. 1-800-476-3311. Uh, Cecil, I, I just, uh, I, yeah, and Scott was the fourth caller. <laughs> he was trying to awesome. be. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I got an email from uh, my friend Jane, you know, Jonathan, who's oh, her. Yes. Her uh, uh, teen, I think he's probably he's about famous. 19 or 20 by now, but Jonathan has special needs, and he uh, goes to, to Mass in the morning with his mom, and he always remembers the, the Sherathon. And so she said, as always, Jonathan reminded me about making the donation to the Summer Sherathon. Looks like he had it set in his mind to do it on Friday, and he told me early this week to write you and make the donation on Friday. It's been a busy week with his summer camp, but he reminded me to write you First thing this morning again, uh, he would like to know, donate $20, so please put in a pledge for a total of $200. Awesome. I will text you uh, their their full name if you want, if somebody can put that in. Um, Absolutely. And uh, there you go. So $200 from Jane and Jonathan, and Jonathan always remembers the Sherathon, and he reminds uh, his mom, and they head to Mass, and he listens, and he loves when we talk about him on the radio, and again, he's uh, probably 19, maybe 20 years old. He has special needs. I haven't ever met him in person, but I have met Jane, uh, his mom. And so thank you, Jonathan, for remembering. I hope you have a very blessed solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. 
and uh, that you're able to celebrate. We're going to put that $200 in, and that's going to get us a little bit closer uh, to this goal of of $8,800 right now. Um, only uh, Jane and Jonathan's call is being put in, so we need some more people to dig deep and make a donation. I'd say at least one person this hour, $1,899. The day that uh, Pope Leo Thirteenth consecrated the entire human race to the sacred heart of Jesus. That is a big deal. That is a big deal. And, you know, he's also the same Pope that wrote the St. Michael the Archangel prayer, and he wrote one of my favorite encyclicals, the Eternity Patris, about St. Thomas Aquinas. So I love Pope Leo Thirteenth. Um, so, so how about we re- we pray a memorari? That'd be great. And, uh, you know, we just have to blanket this hour in prayer. It's been a little slow as far as donations. It is Friday. It's the, the final day. We're, we're down to, let's see, 32 minutes is all we have. And we still have $6,439 to raise. Uh, again, thank you, Joseph and Jane in Plano, Texas for that $200 donation. It is matched. Um, and so, uh, that, that's a, that's a done deal. It is doubled to $400. Okay, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petition. In thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. And Immaculate Heart of Mary, uh, pray for us, intercede for us this hour. $6,439. Nobody is on the line. Uh, we're right at the bottom of the hour, so I think we're going to take a little uh, musical break and come back in the second half of the hour and just try to raise these final dollars, okay? This is Friday. We want to stay perfect today. And uh, you know what? Is there a seraphim donor out there? $5,000. Yeah, we got, uh, we got about five of them, That's maybe Sixth, uh, this Sherathon, Seraphim donor. Oh, we need you so badly right now. Please prayerfully consider that. 800 476 3311. We'll be back with more of the 2023 In His Presence Summer Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. I arise today. Through the strength of heaven, light of sun, radiance of moon, splendor of fire, speed of lightning, swiftness of wind, depth of the sea. Stability of earth, firmness of rock. I arise today through God's strength to pilot me, God's eye to look before me. God's wisdom to guide me, God's way to lie before me, 
God's shield to protect me from all who shall wish me Guadalupe Radio Network in his presence, Summer Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1 800 476 3311. Yes, hour number one, final day of the Summer Sherathon on the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. How fitting that we close things out. On this very special day, and Cecil was just uh, remarking during the break about how probably more people are in tune and aware of the Sacred Heart of Jesus because of all this you know, pride nonsense that's going on and has taken hold of, of this country and this world over the last uh, decade or, or so. And, uh, yeah, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing that more people are aware of the Sacred Heart of Jesus because this is what the, the, this month of June is dedicated to traditionally. And this is what we focus on here in on Guadalupe Radio Network. So uh, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And, Cecil, we have 
raised $2,361. We've had one Archangel donation so far this this morning, $6,439 in 26 minutes is what we have to raise. And uh, we don't have any calls on the line right now. The entire San Antonio call center is sitting there. I think one just might have jumped on. Yes, John is taking a call. All right, very good. Praise God. Oh, it's very exciting. Thank you so much, whoever called in right now. We need a bunch more people to jump on the line. We have $6,400 roughly left to raise, and the time is going to go by so very quickly. It's the feast of the, uh, it's the, I mean, I keep saying feast over and over again. It's the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. It's a beautiful day. Please call in right now. We talked about this, you know, you, we have the Archangel donation, and we're definitely going to need some of those, Dave, to get the, through this goal. Uh, the Archangel donation being $1,500 one time or spread it across 12 months for $125 a month. And when you do that, You'll be entered into the drawing. Oh, we got two on. Okay, let's get caller number three. All right. Um, you will get into, entered into a drawing for a pilgrimage for two with uh, select international tours, and they go all to the to all the famous uh, pilgrimage sites. We're talking about the Holy Land. Fatima, Lords, you name it, they go there. And uh, if you, uh, but also if you want to kind of like pump it up a little bit because it is the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. In 1899, Pope Leo XIII uh, consecrated the entire human race to the Sacred Heart. So if you want to have a devotion, maybe consider giving that. Yeah, and and how how needed it is, and it's just so. I imagine just uh, Jesus Christ dies dies for all of mankind and loves us so dearly, and to see that. Uh, you know, uh, a month dedicated to the Sacred Heart has been turned over to uh, basically a celebration of one of the cardinal and uh, deadly sins. Uh, and it's just like, what in the world are they thinking? I mean, it is just state of the mankind, of mankind that, that we just continue to turn away from the love of, 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 of Jesus Christ. And uh, that's why we exist, uh, Catholic Radio, is to remind everybody of the truth, remind everybody of, of God's love for us, and the turning away from sin, the turning away, and that's that's uh, one of the ways that we just stay on the straight and narrow path uh, towards our final end, which is union with God. All right, this is Catholic Radio. This is why we need you. This is why we come on four day, four times a year and say, please, just do what you can. You know, if you can do an archangel, great. If you can do $1,899, let's get one of those this morning, at least in, in honor of that, that beautiful year that Pope Leo XIII consecrated the entire human race to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, 1899. 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, Cecil, I am totally on board with you. We have got to get to 10 calls. I think it's going to be absolutely necessary. And what a great way to celebrate the beginning of this solemnity is getting 10 people across this mighty network to call at the same time. And we need number three right now. Yes, we do. And that'll be the first time that we've done that this entire Sherathon. We have not gotten past, I think, seven calls? Six, seven calls? Yeah, I think seven. Uh, seven. So let's, let's do it to celebrate the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We're looking for caller number three. We have seven volunteers in San Antonio, Dave, who are staring at their phones right now who want to take your call. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. To encourage me, I have a little Sacred Heart of Jesus. I drew on my paper right here because uh, we're in our temporary studio, so our artwork is very minimal on the wall mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So I've got to have a little Sacred Heart of Jesus. If Catholic Radio has taught you something, has brought you closer to our Lord, have you learned more about devotions you didn't know about, then please call in right now and help us continue this work. 800-476-3311. 
800-476-3311. Can we get up to 10 calls? Yeah, third caller needed right now. You oh, know, third let's call get to, Okay, call. okay, we got the third one. Let's get caller, the the very, very important caller number four. Okay, Woo-hoo. this uh, caller number four has become legendary in uh, Sherathon uh, lore uh, because once we get to four, then, you know, we are off to the races and we get really excited. It's not really hard always to get uh, to, to three, but to get to four, boy, oh, I'll tell you. Two, okay, look at Mark. Margaret, that's a great name for the Sacred Heart of Jesus yes. Solemnity. Uh, uh, 1160 AM listener, $100 uh, with an online donation. Awesome. An online donation. So now we're down to two again. Uh, let's get to three, okay? Uh, 1899 is a suggested uh, donation. If you can do that on this Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, uh, any donation, any size is going to be really important. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. I still firmly believe we can get to 10 calls this me too. Uh, and I, I know that, you know, it's just it's just a matter of uh, timing. Eight, eight more people picking up the phone and calling right now, 800-476-3311. When we get that third call, we will bounce off the walls. Uh, but I, I'll I, film I, it for you all. I, I, will, uh, I will say real quickly that the Sacred Heart of, of Jesus also has a very important significance to the Guadalupe Radio Network because Len Oswald, uh, formerly the president of GRN, at one point, you know, was just thinking like, gosh, am I, am I still, you know... Is this still something that I should do? He actually contemplated, you know, and this is many, many years ago, that he just maybe need to retire. And he got a letter from a, a prisoner uh, who told him how important Catholic Radio had been to him and his fellow inmates at the prison. And the prisoner drew the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And that single-handedly made Len realize, I can't, I can't leave. I have got to continue to do this. And Len continued to serve faithfully as president and then chief uh, CEO uh, for many years until just recently when he did finally um, retire. Uh, All right, so Sacred Heart of Jesus. uh, Okay, uh, got three. Okay, got three now. Let's get to three. We we can't seem to get past (laughs) this three right now. 800-476-3311. Can we get caller number four on right now once we get to four i feel like five and six are just behind the uh, behind number four i'm pretty sure that's how that works yeah, 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 i'm sure there are some volunteers in san antonio who haven't taken their first call yet let's get them all on the phone right now let's let the phone lines light up let them all be busy they're so excited to take your call 800-476-3311 3311 1-800-476-3311. And I think it looks like that uh, donation we got earlier, Dave, the online one. Margaret is actually from New Jersey. Oh, is that right? That's oh, super that is cool. awesome. That is awesome. And uh, just uh, one more little um, encouragement to somebody who can really go big. You know, the, the first hour of the, the Sherathon on Tuesday, we had Edwin from Wiley call in $5,000. The very next hour, Anonymous from Plano did $6,000. We've had uh, yesterday, Florida, James from Florida did $5,000. So we know that there are folks out there that can give that level. Dear Ramiz uh, did $3,000 a couple of days ago. Uh, we need something really big right now. We need a, a huge knock our socks off kind of donation uh, to chip a lot of this away very quickly. We're down to 18 minutes. The time goes so fast. We've got three people on the line, $6,336. And need I remind you that the first hour 
generally sets the tone for the rest of the day. You know, we if if this has just been great and you know, the calls are flying in, maybe caller number two, uh, hour two and three and four and five and all the way to twelve will will, will follow suit. Okay, so we want this hour to be successful. We're looking for caller number four right now, 800-476-3311. Anonymous in San Antonio, thank you for your donation from St. Mary Magdalene Parish. What a great name for a parish. Uh, you have us at 6305. Uh, having raised twenty four ninety five, this is a matching gift hour. I was amazed. We talked about this yesterday. So, how many people call in and say, "Is this a matching gift hour?" You know, they they oh, they, yes, they, they really do. want to know. They don't want they? to know because everyone wants to know. They said, "Well, I don't know if my thirty dollars, my hundred dollars, is going to do much." And it is. And it's when it's doubled. Oh, it's even more powerful. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. We're back down to two, so we need to get up to three again. We seem to not be able to break past the three right now. I know. And I feel I know. like once we do, we're going to go. Shoot all the way to 10. Yes. 800-476-3311. Oh, it's getting exciting. We have 17 minutes left in this hour. Can you help us hit this first goal of our last day of the Summer share Remember, the theme is in his presence. What a great theme for this time of the year. What great theme for the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Uh, hopefully, it'll encourage you to go do some adoration today before our Lord. And uh, please call in because every single person, by the way, no matter what the donation is, is going to get that awesome interview. Right, Dave? Yeah, that, that's right. We have an interview uh, that was done by our executive director in Houston uh, by the name of Wyatt Goolsby. And he did an interview with Father Craig Vasek. It's called Eucharistic Revival in His Presence, a conversation with Father Craig Vasek. They talk about the Eucharistic Revival. They talk about the um, the reason for it, why the USCCB is called for it, uh, Father Vasek's own story of uh, being in seminary, get, be, developing a, a beautiful, beautiful d- devotion to the Blessed Sacrament, and it, it's really, really uh, incredible. And so any donation, any size, and you're going to get this in your inbox tonight, okay? You can listen to it on the, the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I think that's a great way. Look at this, Richard Norma, online donation, $50 a month. All right, this is great. We are now, Cecil, at $5,687, awesome. and we needs so badly for someone to prayerfully consider really a a just a big big donation. We think that there's got to be another seraphim out there who can do $5,000, maybe 2500 would be in your budget. Uh we call that a cherubim. Uh, a cherubim donation. Uh, so $5,687 with one person on the line. We're not going to do it. We still want to get to those 10. We're down to our last 15 minutes, uh, Sissel. And oh uh, right now looking for caller number two. Uh, how much does Catholic radio mean to you? And how important is it for you to wake up in the morning, either on your phone or, um, on, uh, you know, your car radio to be able to listen to, I mean, because to believe, believe me, you know this is true. If you listen to secular radio, you listen to music stations, most of them have gone, gone woke. Most of them have totally bought in. They're all just kind of playing to corporate interest and they just kind of have to talk, do the talking points. Catholic radio never compromises no. on that kind of thing. Okay. And it's safe. You can have your kids in the back of the car. You know, Jane has Jonathan in the back of the car. She's not going to have to worry about what is said. So anyways, um, 1-800-476-3311. Dave, I was just crunching the numbers. And if we, someone, if three people called in and did that 1899 that we We've been talking about yes. we would hit the goal and go over ten dollars exactly oh, is that right so 
if you are have a devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, I just want to keep throwing this out there. Scott did one in $18.99, and I'm hoping that someone out there can do uh, $1,899 in honor of the Sacred Heart of Jesus today. Uh, if you if we could get three people to do that, Dave, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to throw it out there. We could hit this goal. Okay, just three people three doing people. that right now. One person jumped on, Dave. Okay, so we got uh, that. That is a great thing. And you also worked out, Cisco, how much it would be on a monthly basis. And I think you said it's about $157. Yes, about $157. Uh, and I think it's 42 cents. Yeah, so, all right. <laughs> so we have had uh, one Archangel donation so far this hour. And we said at the very beginning we need five of them. And then now Cisco has, <gasps> has, has, has worked out. Cisco, okay, you guys got, got an update? We do. And in Farmer's Branch, all right. our area. Praise God. Of, um, in the 9, 10 a.m. listening area, pilgrimage donation. All right, Woo-hoo! all right, very good. Goes to St. Monica's, which is a parish in the Dallas Diocese. Thank you so much, Anne. Oh, we so needed that. Dave, we're actually now over halfway through this goal, but we are 13 minutes left. One person on the phone. And thank you so much for that, uh, digging deep for that donation right there. We have 4187 to go. One person on the line. 13 uh, minutes to go. And yes, Dave, uh, now at this point, we could, if we could get two, still three people probably to take care of this, but at least two people would be awesome. No, we have no, two yeah, people, on, two the people line. on the line right now. $18.99. So, yeah, so I think, you know, uh, if you have the capacity to make the Archangel donation and you're able to bump it up a few hundred dollars, uh, and you're able to do the 1899. How special it would be as we, uh, you know, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, this feast would be equally as special. But in light of everything going on in our culture today, where there are more people talking about rainbows, which has, <laughs> I've talked about rainbows, but talk about it with Noah and uh, the ark. Um, but it's just everything's been stolen in, in the popular culture. We need to change the conversation. We need to talk about the sacred heart of Jesus to our kids and imagine people driving around with their kids in the, the back seat right now and they're hearing about the sacred heart of Jesus and prayers to him and have mercy on us. The need for mercy. Uh, the need for mercy. I love uh, uh, it was uh, Rudy w- was talking this morning about how you know, if if any, even if his friends use the name of the Lord, you know, in vain, he will gently correct them and say, "Listen, you know, this is my Lord, and please mm. don't do that." Or, you know, say a little prayer, and and you know, uh, uh, there's, uh, the Orthodox Jews won't even spell the name of of God. Um, oh yes, and, a friend of mine. If anyone ever slips and says anything that might be taking the Lord's name in vain, she'll go finish your prayer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> remind yeah, us to amen. stay on track amen. here. Amen. Uh, so you're going to stay on track. Ah! <laughs> Eleven minutes, two people on the line. Uh, you know, are, are either of these archangel donations? We just don't know. But if two, uh, you know, let, let's just say one more person uh, does an archangel donation, that is going to get us uh, that much closer. We're, you know, we're going to need three regular, uh, you know, fifteen hundred dollar archangels to hit this goal. I got to think probably one, one of these two is an archangel. I don't know for sure. But uh, one person doing $1,899 in honor of the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. That would get us yet. really close. That would get us close, Dave. It would only be about $400 away yes. from hitting this goal. We yes. have two people calling in right now and donating $1,899. But really, Dave, we just need some people to be on the phones right now. We right. have two people on. And I still want to, in these last 11, 10 minutes, get to 10 calls. It would be so exciting. 800 476 
3311. Can you please help us hit this matching gift goal? It is the first hour of the day. It's our last day of the share We want to hit it strong, <clears throat> go into it very strong, right, Dave? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, just think about all, you know, we do this four days every three months and think about all the other times that you're in your car or you're listening on your phone or, and, and you just, you're edified. You, you hear something. And it just, it speaks of truth and it draws you closer and it makes you excited to get to Mass on Sunday or daily Mass and receive the Eucharist or you hear just the, the constant respectful, um, comments and teachings about our Blessed Mother and the saints and you're, you're reminded of, uh, special feast days and, uh, and, 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 and you're just like, yeah, you, you, as Toya would say, you get the warm fuzzies. <laughs> you feel like, yes, I love this. I love my faith. This is why we come on four days every three months and just say, please, let, let's help keep it on. We got three now? I, I think uh, so. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. So, uh, Maybe <laughs> my computer sure. might be lying to me. Okay. But. <laughs> I, I, I see three. and Oh, yeah, absolutely three. 1-800-476-3311. All right. This is happening. Nine minutes to go. We still have $4,187 to go. And uh, let me just remind you, uh, last day of the Summer Sherathon, first hour. Next hour is going to... Uh, um, uh, okay, so yeah, one of the volunteers is saying, say the phone number more often. Definitely, definitely. I'm sorry. 800-476-3311. We got four. We got oh, four. Awesome. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. That volunteer is like, man, this is okay. This guy's rocking <laughs> on the air. Okay, why don't you say it a few times? 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. That is the number to call. We had four people on, for, I think, for just a split second there, Dave, but uh, we have someone to thank now. Michael in San Angelo, Texas, listening to 91.5, $102.15 one time, goes to St. Margaret of Scotland. And uh, I listen every day, and I am in the diaconate program. Oh, All my goodness, right. we'll be awesome. praying for you. I know that is a big commitment, but we so appreciate our deacons. Thank you so much, Michael, for that beautiful donation. Dave, we just have $4,085 to go. Yeah. Three people on the line. Two of those uh, 1899s would just about do it, okay? Two of those, 1-800-476-3311. Keep in mind, we've got three people on the line right now, so maybe one of those is an archangel. Uh, one more person digging very deep and doing, you know, a 2500 2000 uh, an 1899 and we would be knocking on the door, and we would be so, so very close. Can you do it? What does this solemnity mean to you? How important is it to you to have a radio station that, uh, it's like the opposite of woke. It's like we are traditional. We want to give honor and glory and praise to our, lo- our Lord. Talk about the Eucharist. Talk about the Blessed Mother. Uh, this is what we're all about, and we're unapologetically about that. Okay, so oh, we got four, uh, we, Dave. We got okay, four. okay. There's a fourth one on now. One eight hundred. Yeah, the, the number five. Let's do it, Sissel. So let's do it. number five. We got that. This is this is very exciting. This is encouraging. Yes, indeed. We want to get up to those ten calls. We only have seven minutes left to do it. You've got to pick up the phone right now. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We have four thousand and eighty-five dollars left in this matching gift hour. We have no 
idea what these donations are, but if you can dig deep, if you can do a pilgrimage donation of $1,500, if you want to step it up in honor of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, do $1,899. Like Dave said, a couple of those would get us so close. Can you do that? Can you dig deep and do $1,899? Please call us right now. Let's light up the phone lines. Let's get this huge flurry in the last few minutes of our hour. 800 476 3311 can we please get caller number five yeah i was reminded we uh i'm gonna make this very very quick because uh it has been pretty intense and uh gonna lighten it up a little bit with a fascinating fact okay. but i'm gonna do it very quickly uh a dave's doozy as All toya right. calls him 1-800-476-3311 okay i can't get out of the the mode of trying to hit <laughs> this goal but uh four thousand eighty five dollars okay real quickly sizzle if you were to swim the full length of the mississippi river from from top to bottom, how how many hours or days would it take oh, you? So, <laughs> Me as like a not amazingly fast swimmer or just an average it, person? This isn't just about Sissel, okay? okay? Uh, I'm going to say it would take you at least um, two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Oh, good guess. That'd be 14 days. Actually, you'd be a really fast swimmer. It'd oh. take you 68 days, okay? Never so mind then. <laughs> don't go doing that, though, okay? All right, so here we are. Six minutes to go. Four people on the line. I got to think that there's probably at least one archangel in these four can you do an archangel donation can you get us up to 10 calls here in these closing moments of the first hour of the charathon five minutes to go it's encouraging that we have some um uh, some some calls on the line but what we need uh, probably right now is a short person okay a short person is somebody who calls up and says you know what I can guarantee that you hit this hour, okay? After four calls clear, what are we going to be down to? 2,500, 2,000, you know, 3,000? I don't know. Well, we know right now we're at 3,500, Dave, oh, roughly because of James and Annabelle in Frisco listening All to right. 9, 10 a.m., $500 one oh, time. Oh, dear friends of mine, oh, yes. awesome. They go to St. Francis of Assisi up in Frisco, big parish out there. How has Catholic Radio changed your life? Learn more about my faith and reinforce my faith community. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much, James and Annabelle. And thanks to that, Dave, we have $3,585 to go. Oh, Three yes. Three people on the line. We really need someone to call in and do uh, an archangel. Yeah, Jim, Jim and Annabelle are, are aspiring Thomists. I'll oh, just say awesome. that. They love they love St. Thomas Aquinas. But anyways, okay. So thank you so much uh, to Jim and Annabelle. one 800 We've come so far this hour. We need a few more calls. Okay, let the other hours take care of themselves. We're down to four minutes to go. The music is going to start playing here in four minutes. And then at that point, uh, it's just, uh, you know, in the, the, the grace of God and your generosity, your, you, whether you're responding to any inspiration that you feel right now uh, to call in. It, it, you know, it got a lot better uh, for the short person. Here's Jennifer in Falls Church, Virginia, $50 on an online donation. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Jennifer. So now uh, two people on the line. Uh, is there a, a, a one of these, an archangel? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, someone else to thank, Dave. Actually, we have Steve in San Antonio, 89.7 KJMA listener. $40 one time goes to St. Mark's. And how has Catholic Radio changed your life every day? Thoughts are now positive. I love that. And prayer request is for peace. And we also have Jerry and Prosper listening to 910 AM. $102.15 one time goes to St. Martin de Porres. Thank you so much to both of those, Dave. We out now have no one on the no line. No one 
on the line, $3,391. Nobody is on. This is the time for you to call in and uh, and be a short person, okay? Uh, three minutes to go. Also, uh, two people. Okay, somebody just chopped on. Awesome. That, that, that's awesome. So two people doing Archangel donations, okay? Let's let the 391 take care of itself. If you can do, if you can bump it up to a Fatima at 1917, a Sacred Heart donation at 1899, two of those right now gets us to ring the bell. And I cannot emphasize enough how important it is that we go into our number two having rung the bell, okay? We're down to two minutes and we need a short person most likely, okay? This person that's on right now is going to chip some of it away. And then we need a short person to come in and say, you know what? I can do $3,000. We've probably had, uh, seven, eight, nine people during this Sherathon that have done at least that much so far. So we know that person exists. If you haven't yet donated as much as you would like during this Sherathon, we need you right now. So, so I don't know what else to say other than the phone number a bunch of times. 800 476-3311. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. If you can't do the 3391 that we have left, call in and do a pilgrimage and help it for the next person who's going to call in and be our short person. Just pick up the phone and call. We really need you right now, Guadalupe Radio Network family. The music's about to start. We're going to go off the air here. Uh, we have one person on the line. We're looking for a few more people to jump on. Can you be our short person? The number is 3,300. It'll be a little less than that thanks to the call that Natalie's taking right now. Please pick up the phone and help us. 1-800-476-3311. All right. Final call to the short person. If you're listening out there and you can uh, help us uh, close this out, first hour, last day of the share just say, you know what, I can I can do the rest. I can, I can close it out. And uh, just do whatever you need after this last call is processed. It might be $3,000. It might be $2,000. i am not Got sure. Got another call, I think, Dave. Okay, so a second one has come in. Is this our short person? We're going to find out very soon. All right, there's the music. We are finished encouraging. A third person has now jumped on. Uh, so I don't know if we have a short person, but it doesn't hurt to say, do you need a short person? Okay, we may tell you no. <laughs> I'll call back next hour for be a short person. KSHJ, Houston.